Want a fresh take on what's going on with the Saints, LSU, the betting world, and the NFL? Then you've picked the right place. Jim Derry has plenty of datitude, and he's ready to tell you the way it is. Well, the way he thinks it is. Where you at, New Orleans? And hello to all my friends across the country who are just a tinge depressed that there are 30 more Fridays until the Saints open the 2022 preseason. No, not 22-22. That's a long time from now. I don't think the Datitude podcast is still going to be going on in 22-22. But who knows? Maybe my great-great-great-great-granddaughter will take it over. That would be interesting. I hope you're still listening then. If they have you in the uh, old folks' home, we'll have our bicentennial episode. We'll promo that later. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Derry, sports betting writer at the Times-Picayune, the advocate, and bet.nola.com. And this is Datitude, episode number 46 for a Friday. Friday the 13th, boys and girls. No, today's the 14th. What am I talking about? Yesterday was the 13th. I don't know. Since the Saints got knocked out, my days are all screwed up. It's Friday, January 14th, 2022. I, now that I have you completely confused and wondering what the hell's going on, let's, uh, let's chat. Huh? Is it weird going into the weekend? I mean, look, are we depressed or are we over it already? You know what the weird thing is? I mean, it's been such a strange year. The first time in five years we're going into this wild card weekend and the Saints, I mean, they've had wild card weekends when they haven't played the last five years because they've had a bye. But they haven't had wild card weekends where they weren't preparing for a game. Strange, but you know what? For some... I said it last week uh, or Monday or whenever the hell it was. Uh, this, I'm not really depressed. I mean, the, we kind of got out of the season what we expected, right? I mean, 9-8, and eight, it's still an accomplishment for this team. So I'm not really that depressed. Maybe I will be when they start playing on Saturday, which is tomorrow now. Good Lord, this week's flying by. Um, maybe, but I don't think so. I think I'm just going to enjoy the weekend of football, and we're going to spend most of the day today talking about our wild card picks. Anyone who read my NFL picks column pretty much knows what I like this weekend. Um, yeah, it's a lot of favorites, which I don't usually do in wild card weekend, but I'm sticking with my handicap. You know, I tried to, I tried to for, I was going to force almost force a few underdogs because. Really, most wild card weekends you have two or three, sometimes four, especially when you're talking about spreads. But I couldn't force it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, talked about it on at the book yesterday with Jeff Duncan and um, Zach Ewing, Devin Jackson, and they like a lot of underdogs. Duncan talks about it in his column. He thinks it's going to be a big underdog weekend. I don't. 
I, I actually think, uh, you know, it's it's kind of like a lot of seasons when you get kind of not the greatest season in the world and you get a lot of blowouts towards the end of the year. And then that wild card weekend is fantastic. I think this is the opposite. We've had such a great last few weeks of the season. If you're just an NFL fan and you can get over the fact that the Saints are out of it, it's been maybe the best month of NFL football we've seen in a long, long time. I think this is going to be just kind of, it's going to be the opposite of that. I think there are going to be some blowouts this weekend. And maybe not by teams that you would expect. Um, again, we're going to get into that in all of our picks. Five Star Friday continues. Uh, we're going to have our NFL wildcard playoff picks coming up. D squared, Conductor Dave. Um, we're going to make him last this time. We're going to run Uncle Big Nick first. Just switch it up a little bit for playoff season. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking because we we have enough fun with our picks. So, But I do want to talk about a couple things before we get to the NFL picks. And for those of you who missed the conversation we had Wednesday with Dale Brown, I think you need to go back and listen to it. It was phenomenal. I mean, you want to talk about candid. I did not expect Coach. I was just thrilled to have him on. And I thought we'd talk 15, 20 minutes 30 minutes tops. We talked for 78 minutes, I believe. And he couldn't have been more candid. And he just, he was telling telling it like it is with his fight with the NCAA back in the day. Talking about some of the great players he had. Spent, I think, 10 minutes talking about his recruitment of Shaq. It's outstanding. Even if you're a young buck and don't really remember Dale Brown, you certainly know who Shaq is, and it's um, give you a little history lesson, I guess. Some of the great LSU teams. And uh, look, LSU, this might be one of the great LSU teams. I'm still not sold because I have they have trouble scoring, um, especially from the outside. They, it's not a three-point shooting team, which is okay. But they play phenomenal defense. And their defense is going to give them a chance in just about any game against just about anybody. Um, going on the road to beat Florida last uh, Tuesday night. And looking at Joe Lenardi's of ESPN, his early bracketology, well, I mean, he's got LSU right now as a two seed. I think that's a little high. But um, they keep playing like they're playing. And they keep winning games on the road. If they can get past this last little brutal stretch early in the season, we talked about it before. If they can start the season four and two in SEC play, they have a legitimate chance of being um, a 13, 12 or 13 win SEC team. That would be quite a feat. So we'll watch out for that. Will Wade has his team playing well. Um, they have a long way to go, obviously. It's only January. So a big six weeks of college basketball coming up for the LSU men's basketball team. And again, Dale Brown uh, on Wednesday. I can't promo it enough because it's not often you get to talk to a legend like that. So go back and listen. How about the New Orleans Pelicans? <clears throat> Started off the season 3-16. and 16. Steamrolled a shorthanded Clippers team last night. And a game that was never close. The Pels jumped out to a 20-point lead early in the game. 
They're rolling. Started out three and sixteen. They are now sixteen and twenty-six. Even I can use Shaw Math to tell you that's thirteen and ten. Um, we're not talking about a stretch of five or six games against bad teams. I mean, they're doing it. And they're putting themselves in position to where they could come back from the dead. And it, it's kind of like the Saints, right? If they somehow find a way to make the playoffs, <clears throat> we're not going to have a winning record. It's not going to happen. But if they come back and find a way to make the playoffs, that is quite an accomplishment. So we'll see what happens with that team, and uh, we will follow them. We'll be talking about more of them as we go along with Datitude. Program and note, we're going to go back to the way we started and have a two-show-a-week schedule beginning next week. Uh, we're going to go – mostly it's going to be Tuesday and Friday. If I find a reason to broadcast, uh, to do a show on Mondays, we will. Um, but um, I think we're going to go back to two shows a week beginning next week, and that will last through the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, then we'll see what happens from there. So it's going to be a fun ride through the NFL playoffs. Hopefully, I mean, I know some people start tuning out once the Saints aren't alive anymore. Uh, but we've got um, some exciting things going on. Uh, if, you've, if you saw on bet.nola.com or on, the, on our show yesterday about the app that is coming live, Caesars Sportsbook app, a uh, big, big promotion going on there. You can check it out on bet.nola.com. Um, <clears throat> they're running a promotion to where you get a $300 just for signing up, and you get up to a $3,000 match on any deposit you make. So, in other words, if you sign up and you deposit $2,700, you're going to get $3,000. It's, it's not a gimmick. It's a r- legitimate thing. You're going to get $3,000 match. And I think the way that I understand and read it, and I need, I need to get a little, uh, confirmation on this, but I think you only have to make one bet, and then you can take money out. So check that out. I've already been using The app won't be live for betting until the word we get is sometime before the end of the month. Um, we're hoping... It could be as early as the end of next week or early the following week. But we, we are fairly certain that it will be live before the end of the month. And uh, unfortunately, it's the end of football season. So if you just want to bet football, yeah, you can still get on and make bets on um, the conference championships maybe and the Super Bowl. But that's okay. Um, but th- you can bet on just about anything. And... Uh, We'll be talking about that. We'll be focusing on some different ways to bet. I'm going to have a guest on in in the near future. Um, I hope to help explain how to bet uh, if you're interested. And, look, you can do it just for – I mean, I do it for fun, really. I mean, it is my job, and I do put a lot of effort into – obviously a lot more effort than I ever put before. Um, And I go through and handicap games, and it takes me a day to do my – NFL picks column sometimes a day and a half because I go through every game and I study them because I know a lot of you don't have time to do that. And I've been decent, not so much on Five Star Friday. I've been mediocre because, as you'll find out soon, my record with Conductor Dave is 48 and 48 against the spread, and with Nick, it's 32, 32 and 1. So that's about as mediocre as you can get, right? 
I finished the season in my NFL picks column. I pick every game. I think it was 128 and 120 picking every game this season. It's still fun, and I enjoy it. But in the grand scheme of things, when I'm betting, um, I don't bet more than I can afford to lose, um, and I have fun with it. And that's the way that you all should look at it too. Um, maybe when you start doing your own handicapping and, and uh, you, some of you may get into that, uh, I have a lot of friends who play poker, and I have a lot of friends actually who play poker for a living because they've gotten that good at it and they understand it. And um, I enjoy playing poker, but I don't think I could do that for a living. It's too much of a grind. But have fun with the betting. That's coming up big. So let's uh, let's get into our picks. I did switch it up a little bit this week again. Uh, Uncle Big Nick is first, uh, and then we'll get to D squared and. Always have fun with both of these guys. You got to remember now, when you're going into Uncle Big Nick, um, he's a 49ers fan, so he is extra happy this week because he's not a Saints fan at all, even though he grew up in the New Orleans area, if you don't know this. So he was pretty happy last Sunday when the Saints got knocked out and the 49ers advanced. He doesn't gloat too much, so we'll give him credit for that. He knows I probably would have hit the stop record button. But uh, we'll let him, we'll let him gloat a little bit. We'll let him make his picks. He's a little homerish. Um, but a lot of people on the 49ers, me not so much. And you'll find out about that right now. The mortgage company didn't come to take the Barbie dream house because you had a little bit of a revival last week. It wasn't great, but it's better than you've been doing. And I don't know how I'm supposed to talk to you, even though the people can't see you. I can see you, and that's bad enough. What's the matter? You don't like my jersey today? No, it sucks. (laughs) For those of you who can't see Uncle Big Nick, which is all of you, Thank God this isn't on YouTube yet. Um, Uncle Big Nick is wearing his 49ers Debo jersey. I didn't even know they made Debo jerseys that big. They do. I mean, you got to make them, you know, I mean, what do you factories think he, and stuff. <laughs> you got to call China, Indonesia, uh, Rhodesia, Vietnam, and they all got to sew crap together to, to get it to, to work. Yeah, I had to order it a year ago so they can get it all, you know, the fabrics together. And then they got to go find a one and a nine that are that big. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, definitely. I'm pretty impressed. What's happening, Uncle Big Nick? And it does have Debo on the back. It doesn't have oh, really? Samuel. Well, thank God yes. I can't see the back. Um, yes. It's bright red, and uh, it's a reminder. I look like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. So he's the, uh, there are about four football fans in the New Orleans metropolitan area who are happy this Friday because there are 30 Fridays till preseason starts. Um, You're one of them. Your season's not over yet. I should count as two of them, but yeah, I am one of them. All right. Well, yeah, you count as two of them because you're wearing that jersey. All right. Our picks. Um, I beat you in record last week. 
But uh, I think you had a few more points than me. So uh, overall, how about this for mediocre? With Conductor Dave, I am 48 and 48 against the spread. With you, I'm 32, 32 and 1. Although I consider that an accomplishment considering how I've had some really awful weeks and somehow I've climbed my way back into mediocrity. I don't know how I'm like 30 games over in Carville. Yeah, maybe it's, it's, maybe it's mean, Duncan fired me up. Yeah, you, you bring it out for the big guns. Me and Conductor Dave, you ain't got to do much to beat us. Yeah, y'all need to get me, like, pissed off or something. I don't know what it is. Although you do a pretty good job of it a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, just keep looking at me. You'll be madder and madder the whole time. Well, your best pick last week was your parlay, uh, Georgia minus two and a half in the under 52, which you barely skated by with that under. Uh, We almost had some some freaky stuff happening there at the end of the game. Um, I mean, 2022 might be better for me than 2021, considering I got lucky with that and how unlucky – I ended 2021, so. Yeah, well, maybe we'll start getting your golf picks because those of you who don't know, Uncle Big Nick um, has not had the greatest season picking football picks. I mean, he's usually pretty good with college stuff, but golf is your forte. We're going to get into golf uh, in a few weeks. We're going to start talking about golf. Yep. 1-0-2022. All right, well, well, we'll make some people some money in golf coming up in the future. Right now, we still have our football at least for a couple more weeks, uh, we're going to continue this at least until, uh, well, we're not going to have five-star picks, I don't think, every week through the Super Bowl. But we got them at least this week and next week, then we'll figure out what we're going to do. Um, I have 97 points total. You have 87 points total. You better catch up fast, my friend. Yeah, we got time. I mean, the yeah. parlay helped. Yeah. Yeah, you double parlay points. All right, your one-star pick. We're going to go right into it. Monday night football. First ever Monday night football playoff game. Um, you and I are in the same train of thought here. I don't have this as one of my picks. I have a derivative of sorts. We'll get to it in a minute. Your one-star is Rams minus four over the Arizona Cardinals. I really don't like this pick, but this is the – You don't like it because you don't like rooting for the Rams, or you don't like it because you don't – No. It's, I'm, I don't know. What team do you trust in this game? Arizona's been playing horrible. The Rams, Matthew Stafford's been doing bad. I don't know if Matthew Stafford, he's been doing really bad since Beckham got there. I don't know if it's Beckham or losing Robert Woods because it happened at the same time. Robert Woods may have been way more important than we realized to this team. And but, but Stafford it's not like seems it's- like when he's... But it's not like you could get used to Robert Woods because he, I mean, he's new to the team. So it wasn't like, I think it would have been different if Jared Goff had lost Robert Woods because he was used to having Robert Woods there. I mean, Stafford only had him for like six, seven weeks. I don't, I I heard that argument too. I just don't know that that's uh, necessarily the case. So we blame in Beckham for his downfall after Woods Beckham got there? I think I'm blaming oh, Stafford. Oh, we're just blaming Stafford? <laughs> yeah, I'm blaming Stafford for not being – he's just not used to being in this position. I mean, think about it. At this time, most years, I mean, they've added a week onto the season. So, usually by this time, Matt Stafford's home with his wife and kids, and they're, like, uh, planning on where they're going when they're going to Disney World for for whatever spring break vacation they got. And this Kingsbury thing at the end of the year, I know everybody's seen the stats of how bad he was at Texas Tech. Like, he was great 
the first seven weeks, then horrible the last few weeks. And it is happening in the pros now. I don't know if that's a trend. Uh, it's a trendy thing everybody's talking about. Is it true? Is it is it just coincidence? I don't know. But I just yeah. trust the Rams more in this spot. I don't like trust Stafford. Too. I trust the Rams defense. I mean, well, we'll get to that in a minute. I kind of do trust Stafford, actually. Um, I think the cream kind of rises to the top when it comes to playoffs. We'll see. Um, it's one of the reasons why I picked the Rams to go to the Super Bowl. I don't know if I'm still as high on them, but you can't abandon your preseason pick if it's still alive this time of year, right? Yeah, I have that too. So We'll find out. All right, your one star is Rams minus four over Cardinals. I'm going for a... I'm going for a total of my one-star pick. I don't trust the Bengals enough to make it a, a, a one of my five picks. I do like the Bengals this weekend, minus six. But I think I like the over better. Um, the Bengals have had some time off. I think they're going to... Last week, they rested all most of their starters. Joe Burrow's back. He seems to be fully healthy. The Raiders, they're coming in a short week, so I'm worried about their defense. But I think offensively... They'll still be able to do some things. I think there's going to be a lot of the weather, although it's going to be cold, 28 degrees or so. Uh, I think the uh, I think they're going to be able to score some points because there's not supposed to be wind, there's not supposed to be rain or snow. Um, so I think there'll be a lot of points scored in the, the Bengals Raiders game. Got the over 49. I, I like that too. I like the under in the first half. Uh, I mean, uh, first half under is 24. I think they start slow. The Raiders gonna have to wake up. I mean, the schedule people didn't do them any favors no. at all. In fact, it's, and I, it's yeah, crazy. I, I said it at the book. If you know how they're all, the, one thing that you and I have in common is we can't stand the Saints fans who they're conspiracy theorists. Everything is a, a GD conspiracy against the Saints. There is no conspiracy against the Saints. You could look at every team and say, and make up some kind of. The conspiracy thing and if you're a Raiders fan how could you couldn't be more ticked off it and I get that it's TV so they probably the NFL probably didn't had no say so they the NFL says okay y'all make your picks and figure out where everything's going but the Raiders coming off of a brutal Sunday night game not only do they have to play Saturday but they have to play the first game Saturday so they go from playing the last game of the regular season to the first game of the postseason in a brutal game against the Chargers last week they couldn't have had a worse time slot, but nobody cares because it's Raiders Bengals, so they made them play the first game. Let's just get you over with. But yeah, this is not a and good the, spot for the, the Raiders. Raiders how, many, how many times have you counted the Raiders the last few weeks? I mean, they just won't die. Well, I, I was picking on. I was picking them, so I didn't count them out. But I am this week. But that's a whole another story. Not in my five star picks. Let's go to your two star pick. You got a strange one. Chiefs minus seven and a half. Uh, over the Steelers in the first half. So, in a sense, you're kind of doing a teaser-type thing with the Chiefs, which you will do later on. But um, explain your Chiefs minus 7.5 in the first half. I just try to find value in this game, and I don't like the Chiefs giving up almost two touchdowns because Pittsburgh's a team that never gives up. But Pittsburgh's also a team that's averaging six points a game in the last four in the first half. So, last time these two teams played, it was 23-0 in the first half. Tomlin is a great coach, but he's stubborn to a fault. He's just going to do what they do and hope it works. In other words, like, he's, never gonna, he's not going to change. This is what we do. This is how we're going to play. 
this is what's going to happen. So I, I think the Chiefs come out fast. It's the team that never gives up, so I can see a backdoor cover at the end. That's why I'm taking it in the first half. Oh, it's something about that hook that bothers me. I don't necessarily like or dislike this pick. Um, I, I think there's too many variables. I think the Chiefs could come out and blow this game wide open, or they could stink it up like kind of like they've been every other game. And I don't mean every game. I mean, I literally mean every other game. I mean, one game they come out and they're world beaters. Next game they come out and again, like they did against Denver, and like who knows what they are. And you, uh, Tyreek Hill, we don't know if he's fully healthy. Um, Claude Edwards Alaire is supposed to be back. So if he can run the ball, they'll be in good shape because Pittsburgh doesn't stop the run very well. But um, I don't know. TJ Watt, is he healthy for Pittsburgh? Who knows? Uh, he again, didn't, Najee didn't practice yesterday. So. Najee, we know, Najee Harris, we know is back banged up, but they'll probably find a way to have him play. I just don't. I, I'm probably not going to touch that game at all. Uh, if I do, it'll be a small thing on the. Um, a good prop for this game would be Roethlisberger over pass attempts. It hasn't come out yet, but no matter pass what attempts, it is, I think yes. he's throwing the ball. He's throwing the ball 50 times. I like pass attempts. I don't like passing yards. I don't like yards. He's been no. throwing like three, four yards an attempt lately. I mean, I think one game he had like 50-some-odd attempts and he only threw for 190 yards. I mean, it's just – I mean, it's it's the strangest thing. Maybe because – I think the last time they played this game, he, he had 45 attempts for 170 yards. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He's he's yeah. he's getting Drew Brees on. Uh, that's a whole other story. All right, so anyway, uh, you have – like, again, your two-star pick is Kansas City in the first half minus seven and a half. If it didn't add that hook, I might like a little bit more. All right, my two-star pick is a derivative um, of your one-star pick. Uh, again, I'm afraid to just take the Rams. Uh, I do like the Rams this week, um, and I probably will play it a little bit. But I think I like Matthew Stafford's over 276.5 yards passing as I looked uh, last night. That's what it was. That number is below his season average, and it's below... Both times he's played the Cardinals, he throw, he's thrown for more than 276 yards. I think they're going to throw the ball here. Uh, they've been running the heck out of Sonny Michelle, but and I know Cam Akers is kind of back. He ran it like, what, three times for five yards or something. Um, but Sonny Michelle's been getting too much workload, and I think they got to figure out a way to throw the ball, and they're going to want to throw the ball against this Arizona team. The word is they may get J.J. Watt back, which could – Hamper, um, you know, if he gets in there and sacks Stafford a couple of times, that could take away a few of his passes. But I think Stafford's going to be – I think he's going to throw for 300 yards. He's got something to prove as well. You don't like his over-interception total more? No, I, I think he's going to have a good game. I really do. <laughs> I don't want to bet against Stafford this week. I I, I think he's been hearing uh, – look, here's what good quarterbacks do when they hear a bunch of crap. And if you think they don't listen – Is he a good quarterback? I think he is. I've always thought he was a good quarterback. I still think he's a good quarterback. I just think he has he has the most pressure on him this week than anybody. And everybody I'm, I'm trusting saying him. I'm taking the Rams. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's saying that. So let me tell you, he's heard it. And good quarterbacks come out and prove their skeptics wrong. I think he's going to do that this weekend. I like the Rams, but I like Matthew Stafford more, so I'm betting on Stafford here. That's my two-star pick. All right, three-star pick. We are against each other. We have the same game, different pick, so we'll just talk about them together. 
My your three-star pick is Patriots plus four over Bills. Mine is Bills minus four over Patriots. I'll give my guest, quote unquote, the first word. This is all about weather to me. I mean, it's gonna be really, really cold. The ball's gonna be like a rock. Bills receivers have already came out and said Josh Allen throws the ball really hard. I think it's gonna be hard for them to catch it. Josh Allen has played four games below freezing weather. All four of them games he's thrown for less than 200 yards, four TDs, seven interceptions. Uh, I just trust the Belichick defense to stop them. I don't think New England's going to win. I just think if this game's close in the first half, it's going to stay close. This is one of them games I'm going to watch and maybe bet live because if the Bills get out to a big lead, New England's not coming back to beat them. So I, I, I just think if this, they can keep this game close in the first half, it's going to stay close. New England's going to try to run the ball. We know that. That's what they've. That's when they've been successful this year. They're not going to be able to. They weren't able to in the second matchup against the Bills. They're not going to be able to do it here. Damian Harris is still kind of banged up. I don't trust Ramondre Stevenson. <clears throat> and I certainly don't trust a rookie quarterback playing his first playoff game on the road in a, one of the top three or four toughest places to play. And what did he do the last time he played there in the regular season? He threw it three times. Why? Because Belichick knows he can't trust him. I mean, not only that, there was wind of 40 or 50 miles an hour. This time, it's just going to be cold. There's no wind. Um, I just don't like, I don't, I'm not trusting a rookie quarterback in the playoffs. I'm just not. You prove me wrong, you prove me wrong. I get it's a, a get Belichick finds ways to do things, but it's been a while since Belichick said a rookie quarterback. And uh, Mac Jones is certainly not Tom Brady yet. So <clears throat> I'm betting that and, Mac Jones. Do you have the record of how many times New England's proved you wrong this year yet? I know this. I've been right on them the last few weeks. I mean, yeah, they've kind of turned back into what I thought they would be. So as I take a sip out of the Little Mermaid cup, um, I, I just... I'm betting on the Bills' defense as much as I am betting on the Bills here. I hear you with Josh Allen. I think they're going to find a way to run the ball a little bit. And I like the under in this game. So I'm going to take – I'm just going to oh, take yeah, the Bills, under. but I definitely like the under. And I could see a game like 20 to 9 or something like that. But don't, I also, don't also like think... Mac Jones. I don't know what his over-under total is on picks, but I'm going to take the over in that maybe. Don't you think the Bills should build a dome for – Josh Allen, doesn't he no, seem like a man. quarterback? No, it's a, fun. A, it is fun, but for Josh Allen. You want to build Allen, a dome at Lambeau? No, I don't. I'm saying for the quarterback. Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers would be gone. quarterback soon. seems like a dome quarterback. It doesn't seem like an uh, outdoorsy quarterback. I think Buffalo's lucky they got a team, much less building a new stadium. Right. Well, no, they, they, and what would uh, the Bills Mafia do in a dome? Yeah, I don't think the Buffaloans are, are are getting hyped up to spend a lot of money to build themselves a dome. This isn't Minneapolis, which, speaking of Minneapolis, I mean, I know I'm getting off topic here, but if you were Minneapolis, wouldn't you want to have an outdoor stadium? Yes. I mean, wouldn't yes. you want to use it to your to advantage? take advantage of something, yeah. I mean... Just think, Vikings Saints in late December in Minneapolis. You think the Saints want to play in 10 degrees? I mean, you don't really want to play in it either, but what they the, certainly don't. 
With the playoff history the Saints have against Minnesota, yeah, you need, you need, I mean, Minnesota don't need any more advantage. Oh, boy, I had to bring that up. Let's move on. Yeah, you did. You, you done yeah, it. Yeah, I stepped me. right into it, no doubt. <laughs> uh, Four-star. Okay, mine's going to be against your five-star. We'll get to that in a minute. Your four-star is a teaser. For the first time in a while, I don't have a teaser. Uh, I just realized that. I don't know. Yeah, this I, is weird. You don't have a teaser, and I do. And you do. Something's going on. This is going to be a weird weekend. You have a teaser. I like it. I'm actually played it already. Um, but I kind of backed off the Chiefs a little bit, so I didn't want to put too much stock into it. But your teaser is your four-star pick. I'm all for it. I hope it hits because I have it. Like I said, Chiefs minus six and a half over Steelers. Bucks minus two and a half over the Eagles. For those of you fairly new to betting and you don't understand what a teaser is, it's basically like a, a parlay with a twist. You get six points um, on both your picks, but they both have to hit. So if you get one out of two, you lose. If you get zero out of two, you lose. If you get a push on one, which you can't get a push when it's a half point here, and and you win the other one, I think it's what? you Is it a loss? I don't think it's a loss. I think you get something. No, you, you get some money, but yeah, it, I don't know not, what the oh, you might, percentage it's, is. Maybe it's a push. I think it's a push. If you get a push and a win, it's a push, I think. Anyway, you're the teaser expert. Not yeah, me. I know. I, I I don't. I usually tease games with a half on it with the hook on there. So, anyway, this is a good teaser for a couple of reasons. Uh, you, not only are you getting six points with both of these games, but you're getting below key numbers. The Chiefs basically they need to win by a touchdown. Good chance of that. Bucks need to win by a field goal over the Eagles. Good chance of that. So I like both of these picks. Yeah, I don't like giving up the the eight and a half or nine, whatever it is, Tampa Bay's given now and 12 and a half, 13 for KC. So I'm just going to tease it. They can, they're going to win. They're just not, I'm protecting myself from a back door. This Tampa Bay game with the rain and all, I don't know what's going to happen in that. I mean, Tampa Bay's going to stop the run. Yeah. Yeah, It's going to be another under game, I think. Could be, but sometimes the Bucks cover cover the total by themselves, so uh, that scares yes. me a little bit. We'll get to that in just a minute because that game is my five star pick. Uh, giving a little uh, a little spoiler alert, my four star is gonna be one you'll love. Cowboys minus three over the 49ers. Just to show you how much my handicap can change over the course of a few days. Sunday night, I was 100% certain I was taking the 49ers. 100% certain. There was no way I wasn't taking the 49ers on Sunday night. Monday, I start listening to the talking heads, and everybody, blah, 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 blah. 49ers are the team. That's the one team that can be an upset. Um, you look at all the lower seeds, 49ers are going to win. I don't think I heard a single person, and I'm talking about all the things I listened to between Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Every every person at the time Picayune. Every person, every podcast that I listen to, every person on ESPN, except for Cowboy Lovers, every single person I heard said that the 49ers are going to be the pick. And as I went along and started doing the handicapping, I think they're completely discounting Dak like he's going to roll over and die. And Zeke's going to, Zeke stinks and something's wrong with him and he can't run the ball. He can run the ball, and they can throw the ball, and people forget about C.D. Lamb's playing well. Amari Cooper's playing well. Dalton Schultz is catching passes. 
I mean, I don't understand. It, Dallas should be – the problem I have is this line is too low. I think if it was like five, maybe they could trap me into taking like the Niners. I don't get why the Cowboys are only a three-point favorite here. You want me to talk now, or you want me to wait for my five star? No, no. Let's just uh, let's just throw it out there because we're. Gonna, I mean, why wait? I mean, your five star pick is the 49ers money line plus one forty five with the Cowboys. So we're obviously in opposition. So just give me your th- your thoughts on it. You and know, not from the 49ers I mean, I know, fan point of view. No, 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 no. I mean, this is only like the second time in this podcast I've picked them. Um, that is true. It, it, sometimes drunk Mabel and. I mean, drunk Joe and Aunt Mabel. Drunk. I mean, Aunt Mabel. Mabel gets drunk. drunk. Uh huh. Sometimes they're right. That's why they keep coming back. I think this is going to be a time when everybody's going to be right. Everybody's seeing the same thing that I'm seeing. Dallas is not going to be able to stop the run. And if Shanahan runs the ball more than they pass, they're going to win this game. Protect Jimmy G. Don't let him make mistakes. Throw the ball very little. They just run the ball. He doesn't the have it in him. I think he does. I don't. The mis- I don't think he the has The misdirection that the 49ers run are going to play havoc on this aggressive Dallas defense. So I, I just I, – I know what you're saying. Everybody's on Dallas. I just it's can't do just it. It's not just that, though. I'm just going it, – it's, it's not just I don't that. trust – I don't think Dallas is that good. I don't so think I, – I don't think Shanahan's that good. I think the 49ers are probably, overall, if you take all positions and you add them up, I think the 49ers are probably more talented. But that being said, I think it's at key positions, Dallas can create a ton of problems for the 49ers. I agree with you. If they simply just run the football 60% of the time, I think the 49ers win. I just don't think they're Dallas going. has played the has played the second easiest and the 49ers have played like the eighth, must, eighth easiest. No, no. I, I, listen what I'm second easiest schedule against Russian teams. Almost every team they play throws the ball. Throws the ball. They haven't played Russian teams. Except for Denver, Kansas City, and Arizona likes to run the ball. Saints run the ball. Saints oh the Saints. Saints were uh, an overtime luck box play away from Matt Stafford being an idiot away from being in the playoffs. Right. Okay, so if the Saints aren't that good, the Rams. Uh, if the Saints aren't that good, then how good are the 49ers who had to, like, skate by to knock the Saints out of the playoffs and take that spot? See, I mean, look, the first half, it kind of goes back to it's they're, they're like opposing teams, right? The first half of the year, all the talking heads were like, Dallas is going to the Super Bowl. They might be the best team in the NFL. Blah, Dak is the greatest thing since American cheese was invented. And then the second half of the season, Dallas stinks, although they've won four or five, and I don't care who they won them against. Um, and the Niners. That stu- matters, though. The they Niners haven't played anybody. The Niners stumped the, the first half of the that season. that was good is Arizona, and they lost. Look, I'm just telling you this. I think everybody's talking about Dak. And if there's anybody, and I mean anybody, maybe besides Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, if there's anybody in the NFL besides Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady who is going to feed off a negativity and feed off of we stink more than Dak Prescott, somebody needs to show it to him. Because that dude, when people are talking bad about him, 
he comes out and will light you up. And remember how six weeks ago you were telling me how the Fort Aaron's secondary stinks? And I know they've been playing better. They've been playing better, but I don't get the super love. Dak can throw the ball all over this team if he wants to. If they don't get a if Bosa doesn't get in there, if they don't if they don't rush this dude, he's gonna light him up. I'm just saying. I don't know. Uh, I, I I really do. I I went from not only picking the 49ers now the Cowboys are my second favorite pick of the weekend. I just I, at home at Jerry World, and they've been uh, terrible at home. They haven't been terrible at home. Look at the teams they've beaten at home. The Falcons, the Panthers. Well, it's not their fault that they got that schedule. They lit the Falcons into oblivion. They're the ones that yeah, started the Falcons' dumpster fire. I mean, the Falcons were on they're a, terrible. They're the supposed Falcons, to do that. The Falcons were on a season high. They had just beat the Saints. They got themselves back into real competition. And they got destroyed by Denver at home. That wasn't even close. They got de- yeah, well, they got destroyed by, by Dallas. Wait, Atlanta didn't play. Oh, you're talking about Dallas being No, I'm Dallas, talking about Denver. Dallas getting destroyed by Denver at home. Fluky loss. I mean, fluky losses happen. They happen for every team in the NFL. How does Green Bay lose 38-3 to the Saints? Yeah, that... Every, every team has a fluky loss. You can go through every team uh, except for the 16-0 and Patriots a few years ago. Their fluky loss happened in the Super Bowl. I mean, was the Raiders a fluky loss, one. or was that just a loss? I don't. I'm not talking about. You're talking about bomb abominations. I mean, it, they didn't get crushed in the in the Raiders game. I mean, they lost on Thanksgiving, knocked one of my knockout yeah, picks. Huh? We'll see. I, I just I think that the line is very strange. You're telling me that the Cowboys would be underdogs in San Francisco. I can't believe that at all. If the Cowboys were underdogs. If the Cowboys were playing this game on the road and they were underdogs, I'd, I'd go take out a second mortgage to bet on Dallas. I'm just saying that. So that's what you're telling and, and me about the Cowboys being a three-point underdog at home. San Francisco's home field is terrible. So if Dallas was an underdog at Frisco, I'd probably be taking Dallas. Yeah. We'll see. You got the money line, so you, you don't even care about the points. You're taking them plus 145. No, Vegas doesn't lose a lot. And they certainly don't lose a lot of these when when I tell you when I get those numbers on Sunday, I guarantee you it's going to be 80% of the money or more on San Francisco. And we spent way too much time on this game. All right, we've already talked about your five-star pick because it's the opposite of my pick. So I'll go right into my five-star pick. You kind of touched on it. I don't see the Eagles being able to score hardly at all on this team. Jalen Hurts playing his first um postseason game it's kind of like Mac Jones except I don't think Jalen Hurts is as good as Mac Jones and Tom Brady's been hearing for two weeks about all this AB crap and the Bucks got something to prove they're still the defending champs and the defense is I mean the Eagles what do they do best they run the football the Bucks what do they do best they stop the run the Bucks are getting healthy Fournette's going to be back but I, I really think the Bucks are going to roll here uh, they're only giving up eight and a half which seems really low to me the last time they played, which was earlier in the season, they won by six at Philadelphia. But they controlled the game, and I think they had like a two-to-one time of possession edge. I just think, I know it's going to rain. Um, I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. I do like the under, like you said, but I think the Bucks steamroll the Eagles. This could be the most lopsided score of the weekend. 
Yeah, I could see this easily being 28, 27, 10, something like that. Um, I mean, when they played last time, yeah, the Philadelphia covered. They only lost by six, but what nobody's telling you is that in the fourth quarter, Tom Brady had a seven-minute drive that went into inside the 10. They took a knee. I mean, they just – I just can see them dominating this team. If they got to put it in Jalen Hurts' hands and they can't win, I mean, they can't run, they can't win. I mean, it did, the only thing, only thing that gives me pause and why I didn't take the eight and a half, but I took this in a teaser, is the rain. And Tom Brady's throwing a new receiver. I think that favors the Bucs. I think the rain think, favors the Bucs. I really do. I mean, because the Bucs will mix Tom, in the run. If Philly doesn't have a good pass rush, they play zone a lot, Brady will probably eat that a lot. Yeah, I mean, it'll be a big Gronk day. Um, Cameron yeah. Bright, I mean... I don't know if they have a prop bet for Cameron Brait, which will probably be 32 yards or something like that. I'll, I'll bet over on Cameron Brait. I started I mean, him in my DFS the last two weeks, but he, had, he didn't do too great, but I'll do it again. I, I think he's going to have a uh, – it might be a decent play if you play DFS. I mean, yeah. because I think it's going to be a good tight end game. I don't think they're going to throw a lot of long passes, um, but they're not going to need to. And I agree. I think I like I don't all weekend uh, nine isn't popping in my head for Philadelphia, so I'm gonna, I mean maybe a twenty four to nine, twenty seven to nine, something like that. Um, but I, again, I think <clears throat> this is the easiest one of the weekend for me. Uh, I'll be all over the Bucks. In fact, I may play it early because that that spread was higher earlier in the week. It came down. I think it may go back up a little bit, so I may take it before it gets back to nine. All right, Uncle Big Nick, we will. Uh, we will chat next week, and um, I think we're going to have to put our same rules and effect that we have for Saints games when I don't respond to text. I, I got a kick out of when you uh, told Dr. Dom the other day when he asked me a question towards the end of the Saints game. <laughs> or, no, it's actually the Saints were over, and I was, I'm watching the 49ers yeah. game trying to figure out the Saints going to the playoffs. And your response was, oh, you think it's cute that he's going to answer, that you think he's going to answer. I don't answer my phone. I don't answer text during Saints games. Um I just don't. It's kind of a... You won't answer the text Sunday. I don't look at social media. I don't answer text. I don't answer my phone. I do have it on, and I look at it at timeouts, but I don't answer it. And so we may have to put that rule in effect uh, 3.30 on Sunday for Cowboys and 49ers. Last Sunday was the same thing for me with the Rams. I had friends texting me after the Saints loss, and the 49ers went overtime, and they kept saying, oh, you're not going to answer? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm actually watching the game. Like, leave me alone. My phone is not. That's near how me I would right have been. Although yeah. I will, I will say this though: when that game went to overtime, I was pretty. I was about eighty percent sure if the Rams didn't win the toss, they were going to lose the game, and they did. Yeah, and they did. All right. Well, we will talk to you next week. I can't week. wait. I, I can't wait for Dave to see who he picks in that game because <laughs> he hates both teams. Uh, we'll let you be surprised. Yes. Talk Time to you next Friday. I will do. All right. Later. See, you guys only had to listen to Uncle Big Nick. I had to look at him wearing that Debo jersey. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let D squared rail on him a little bit. In fact, we're not gonna waste any time. Some of these picks, um, for me at least, will be the the same. I mean, when you're getting down, there's only six games left to pick, so it is what it is. But um, I'm interested to get D squared's take. I went five and one last week against the spread. He went four and two, but we had five of the six picks that we made last week were the same. 
And spoiler alert, we got a lot of the same this week, so maybe it's another good ATS week for us. We'll see. Let's hear what he has to say. All aboard. All aboard the Taysom train. Conductor Dave is on the Taysom train. How are you knowing that uh, the Taysom train has pretty much pulled into the station and may never leave the dock again? See, you're just, you're just, this is what's wrong with the, the media, Jim Derry. You're putting out these false narratives, these false flags. No, I am, what I'm mad about is that every, every talking head is all like, okay, well, now that we've hit free agency or the, the season's over you know who should the saints bring in as quarterback do we keep Jameis? do we go out for russell wilson jimmy garoppolo Derek carr that bum i'm like we got taste what is wrong with you people oh man you don't, like, actually, actually, you don't actually think that he's going to be the quarterback yes, yes i yes i freaking do and my father-in-law last night it was so funny he was just like well, I, I think it'd be better to put Taysom in his, you know, jack of all trades, Swiss Army knife roll. I'm like, it's okay, Phil. You can be wrong. We'll still love you, Upa, because we call him Upa. Uh, I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. Taysom's the QB of the future. You heard it first. Upa right is here. right. Upa is wrong. I still love him, but he's wrong. Upa is most certainly right. That's a whole nother story. Uh, how the hell are we doing, D squared? Uh, I'm good. I'm doing good, man. Uh, you know, just 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 getting through it as best we can. At least now it's not like you know 80 degrees and then 40 degrees. But of course, apparently Saturday it's going to jump to like 72 and then go back to 30. Yeah, it's, it's going to be obscenely cold on Sunday. Uh, that's a whole nother story. I'm excited. I love it. It'll match our cold, dead hearts since the Saints season has now ended. Well, I have good news for you in some ways. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. It's only 30 Fridays until the Saints' first preseason game. You suck. You suck. <laughs> uh, we're gonna try something different this week. We're gonna run. All right. We we've run Uncle Big Nick before you this week okay. because right. uh, I just wanted to get the 49ers fan out of the way. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, right. No duh. I mean, people. I'm hoping that people are still listening by now because they're like, <laughs> "Who is this ass clown? And why is he talking?" I mean, so. Wait, but, wait, but, so what is he psyched up about Jimmy G? Is that what he's oh, psyched he, up about? What is, he's got his size nine X uh, Debo jersey on. I told him they had to go to China, Malaysia, Vietnam, and uh, <laughs> and a couple other countries to get a jersey uh, to sew it all together for him. <laughs> That's mean, and I like it. I'm here, I'm here for the petty. <laughs> I'm always here for the petty. I'm pretty petty right now. You know, I'm. You know, it's the first time in five years that. We got to this point of the season. The Saints aren't playing anymore. I, I'm I'm petty. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about it again. But I mean, it's just like, dude, like the Saints did their damn job. They did everything they could have done. Uh, I mean, even even with Tay Tay getting the Liz Frank injury and and Trevor Choo-choo. Simeon coming in, you know, I mean, we won. We had everything going against us this season, and we ended on a high note until the suck ass Rams. You can look. I, I tweeted this out, and I'll say it again. You can take Matthew Stafford out of Detroit, but you can't take Detroit out of Matthew Stafford. He's a choke artist. Bleep him right in the bleep hole. Oh, we're, we're going to get to that in, in just a few minutes uh, as we make our weekly NFL picks. 
Um, last time we have a six pick week and it was really kind of a good news, bad news scenario for, for both of us last week. There was a lot of green. Uh, we took all the same picks except for one, all the same picks that we took. We were four out of five. And unfortunately for saints fans, I was one out of one in the ones that we differed on. The one that we differed on was San Francisco. You took the, uh, the lambs and I took the Niners. And I was five and one last week. You were four and two. And listen to this. After a full season of picks, not only are we tied, but we're 48 and 48 against the spread. We couldn't be more mediocre. You can't be more mediocre than that, boys and girls. Hey, it's a push. It's a push. You know, we, we, we get to stay in the game. That's all that matters. It's a push. You still have your nest egg. You can still send your kid to college with the money you saved. It's a push. You can send him to Delgado, but you can still send yeah. him to college. So that's Delgado. something. Hopefully he can Dolphins. play baseball. I'll call Joe Sherman and see if there's a spot for him. All right, let's get into the picks. And we're going to go in chronological order here. We're picking all six games because we pick six games a week. We really pick five because it's supposed to be picked. It's supposed to be the five will get you 294,622 minutes, uh, but we've kind of shrunk so, it down oh, a little bit. 17 or 18 weeks ago, we started. Five will get you 10, and that we blew <laughs> that out. That was five will get you 20. <laughs> exactly. We've already spent 10 minutes here, I think. Um, anyway, it's the, been the shortest 10 minutes of my life. Let's get into the picks. Uh, we'll start off with Joe Burrow and company on a yes. Saturday afternoon. In Cincinnati, where the weather is supposed to be 28 degrees, not a lot of wind, not a lot of rain or snow, not a lot of anything except for maybe the comeback player of the year. Cincinnati is laying five and a half to the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, man, I, I don't care about the spread. Uh, the, 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 the Bengals are going to go into this postseason. They're going in hot. They are going to mop the floor with that dirt bag car and and finally just put that uh, there you go oh, by, Vegas. The, by the way not to interrupt you but i do have to I have a question for you from my uh my superior mr okay. zach ewing who is the sports betting director at bet.nola.com who has a personal relationship with the car family wonders why you hate Derek carr so much <laughs> because he's he is overrated he is not this like Great be-all, end-all QB. And, I mean, it just goes back to when they brought them to Vegas, where it's like, yes, there's the face of our franchise. We're doing something new and great. Uh, no, they're not. And, and I look, they got lucky. I don't know how the hell they freaking managed to squirt into the freaking playoffs, but squirt. I don't care. He I, said squirt. <laughs> so, I, look, it's nothing personal. I don't know Derek Carr. I, you know, <laughs> I hope it's not personal. <laughs> No. Well, I mean, I, I I will say this. Here's here's the only crap in your Cheerios. Well, no, no. But it, the only positive thing I can say about him is at least when he's does his post game interviews, he's uh, not a stuck up little smug little jerk. Uh, I, I'll give him that much. Not credit. at all. But uh, he's not a very great quarterback. I mean, you know, not even. So a very what are you going to do if Derek? I mean, this I'd say there's a five, at least a five percent. Oh, chance. I know where you're going. I'm, I'm quitting. There's at least a five percent chance that Derek Carr is the quarterback of the Saints next year. 
Yeah, well, I would not take that bet. And if it was, does that matter? You know firmly where I'm entrenched. My flag is firmly planted on the Taysom Hill QB Hill, and I am going to die on that hill, sir. So I don't care. Bring him in. Let him go up against Tay-Tay, see what a real man is like, and then he can pack his bags and go back to wherever the hell he came from. Oh, boy. That is, I don't get it. I, I mean, I don't love Derek Carr, but I certainly don't. I mean, he's a, an above-average quarterback in the NFL. You know, just some people, you look at him and you don't like him. And then just What like, about David like, Carr? What do you think about the, his the brother? The hype train. Uh, I, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, right. I just, the hype train. I think the hype train was just way too much for this guy. It was, it was, I think that's really what got under my skin was the hype train. We're going to have to find a new song for you next year when we start the car. <laughs> no way in hell. Pink no Cadillac, maybe. Hell. I will be the grump. I'm already a grump. Pink Cadillac. I'm, I'm already a grump. Don't bring, don't bring him into this. this no, don't bring him to the locker room. I can't wait. I can't Mickey, wait. don't do it, Mickey. Mickey, don't do it. All right. Well, uh, all that being said, I'm with you on this one again. Cincinnati, um, and look, it's not a rooting thing. I mean, of course, I got a ticket on Cincinnati, um, $10 ticket. If they win the Super Bowl, I get, I think it's $1,500. Shut um, the front door. Yeah, so I'm definitely rooting for the Bengals. I got it back in October. Um, yeah, and and I think Clyde, I think Clyde, uh, not, not, I'm thinking of the Chiefs, sorry, my bad. Uh, I, I started getting all excited with uh, with uh, uh, LSU players. But uh, Chase, you know, I mean. Look, Jamar Chase or also Rumble, they, they, we'll, we'll give they, him a break on that one. Yeah, no, no. brother Martin for life, baby. Uh, but I, I look, I, I just I, I like the Bengals. I mean, they just they're just going into this thing hot, and I think you know Burrow just has his team on a new level. I, I I still call them the Bungles until they prove me otherwise. I still love them, but it is my team going to the playoffs because you know I mean the Saints ain't there, so I'll, I'll cheer well, for Joe Burrow. They have the last time they won a playoff game, the late Sam Weish was coach and Boomer Esiason was their quarterback, nineteen ninety. So. I think they're going to break that yeah, string. Not, I've already kind of yeah, like touched on that, uh, the pick with Uncle Big Nick. Um, I like the over more than I like the game, but I do think the Bengals, with a week off uh, basically last week and Vegas coming in on a short week, having to go across the country, I don't think that favors them at all. I like the Bengals. Let's move on. All right. Um, in the Saturday night game, it's a, it's a rematch rematch of the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. Um, we have two divisional matchups in this first weekend of playoffs, and Buffalo is a four-point favorite at home against New England where the temperature is forecasted to be seven degrees. This this is tough because we saw them play in, in sort of similar conditions, and, uh, you know, they, they, they the Patriots just ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball, and the Bills could not stop the run even when they knew the freaking run was coming. So... Did they learn anything, Jim? I don't know. Are they prepared? Can they be prepared? Uh, they know what's going to happen. Can they stop it? I don't know. Uh, I think the Bills are, are, are going in mental favorites. I'll say that because as much as, uh, you know, the Patriots and Bill Belichick, he makes a great team. Uh, you know, these, these guys aren't like, let's win it for the Gipper, you know. But I think the Bills are, are that kind of, uh, you know, psyched up team. You know, the Patriots have doomed them every year, year in, year out. I, th- I think the Bills would really love to put, just, just put the Patriots out. So I'm going to give them, I'm going to give the Bills a slight edge only just for mental preparedness. You know what I'm saying? Another pick that I've already been through uh, fairly in depth. Uh, it was one of my top pick, well, 
wasn't one of my top picks, but it was a it was a pick that I have in my five star picks. I like Buffalo here. I think that um, it's not supposed to be super windy. It's just gonna be super cold. I don't like Mac Jones in this game. I think if you force him to do things he doesn't want to do, he's gonna throw picks. I'm not taking the rookie in his first NFL game as much as we all respect Bill Belichick. You can hate him all you want, but you can't not respect yeah. him. It's kind of like Nick Saban. Um, but oh my uh, God. was that so awesome? Well, I, 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 you know, roll Nick Saban. I still can't oh keep saying all week long. I'll just pray. I'm walking down the hall to bring my coffee cup to the sink and I'll just go roll tide. <laughs> Well, I just Chuckle. I love how he I love how he stops the press conference, makes his guys sit down, and said one game does not define these men. Yeah, uh, we're still look, the I, SEC I, I like champions. It. Good for you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, I mean look, what a jerkwad. I, I, I hate I I hate Bama, but I appreciate what he did for those kids. I think that's that's just classy. But you know, because look, I, I I get mad about his stupid little coke on the on the podium all the time it's like you don't even open it why is the coke there how much are they paying you to put the damn coke on the podium coach i'm surprised sorry. he didn't wear his aflac chain <laughs> aflac yeah. all right where were we i'm sorry anyway Squirrel. that's all right so we're we've we've digressed again the bills uh yeah, bills. bills yeah we both picked the bills so now we we're, we're two for two picking the same team again hey that was good last week we'll see what happens this week <laughs> uh moving on to sunday at noon the only regularly time slotted game is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tampa Brady is at home where they're an eight and a half point favorite over Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, yeah, anyway, the Eagles, you know, what beat the Cowboys? Yeah, good on them. Uh, no, they lost they last still, week. Oh, the, they oh, got we, smoked, yeah, but they didn't before? play anybody. Yeah, I, I can't remember. It's all a blur. I, I just, oh my God, I was so depressed. I'm, I'm still you know, depressed. Uh, You're in a fog. But I am. Um, yeah. How do you not? How do you not pick Brady a, a, against the crap tastic uh, Eagles squad? Um, eight points is a lot, but Tom Brady can throw eight points in his sleep. So I'm just. It's an. I just take the Bucks, even though I don't want to. I, I'll take the Bucks. It's almost like you listen to the five star picks, even though you couldn't have possibly listened to it. Tampa Bay. Because <laughs> it. <laughs> Is my pick of the week. I think they steamroll the Eagles. The Eagles will not be able to run the football. It's what they do best. So you're forcing Jalen Hurts to throw in the rain. Yeah. I'm picking Tampa Brady. Um, I think that he's still a little peeved by all the naysayers, and uh, I think they're going to come out and roll. Uh, For a guy who's as great as he is, he's so petty with that little chip on his shoulder. Like, I have a chip on my shoulder. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're living the dream. Shut up. He goes home to Giselle every night. I swear. In, in the house that he bought from, what, Aerosmith or whoever the hell he bought it from? Is that who he bought it from? I forgot who he bought it from. He bought it from somebody for like $30 million, whatever. Is that it? $30 million? Something like that. That's a drop I, yeah, in his bucket. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's, that's a parking ticket to him. I mean, with the show Man in the Arena is really about him living in the house that he lives in. His house is oh freaking arena. I, I refuse to watch that show. I'm not it's going actually to pretty watch good. that show. I, it I really care. is. It's pretty good. I, I'm not a huge Tom Brady fan. I don't I don't dislike the dude, but hey, it's a really good show and it's kind it's a great insight to what made the Patriots into what they are. So I haven't gotten all the way through it yet, but it's, it's You mean cheating? Cheating? Well yeah, we all knew that. I don't really give a damn if you cheat. I wish the Saints would. Just, the Saints tried to cheat, and they get, they got their coaches suspended for a year, so they obviously didn't do it right. Yeah, no, yeah, you're not cheating right if you get caught. No, or, or if you get suspended for a year, you're definitely not doing it right. But hey, I don't give a damn if they cheat. I got to be honest. All this crap, and it's 
And, and I digress again, but going to baseball, <laughs> baseball, Barry Bonds is in the Hall of Fame because he took steroids. Who cares? He still hit the ball. Uh, 700 and however many right. times he had right. home runs. He still did it, and he still, in my mind, probably the most feared player maybe besides Babe Ruth of all time. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose is the most. Don't get me started on the hypocrisy. Yeah, no. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Just piss me off. All right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Dallas, the Cowgirls. I mean, Ugh, I'm forcing you to pick this game. Usually I just do it to piss you off, but this time you got to pick it. It is the Sunday afternoon game. The Cowgirls and Dak Prescott are at Jerry World hosting the team that broke our hearts last week. You don't blame the Rams. Blame the 49ers. They were down 17 nothing. They could have rolled over. They didn't. They came back and won. And they're in the playoffs. And they're playing Dallas. And they're a three-point underdog this week. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got a joke for you, Jim. Uh, knock, knock. Right. Uh, knock, knock. I'm afraid to say this, but who's there? One in. <laughs> one and done. In. <laughs> one and done. No, one and who? One and done, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, you know, I, but I don't I know who's one and done. Who? Which one? Uh, the cowgirls. The cowgirls. There's, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, uh, the 49ers. I, I don't know. I'm not watching this game. I'm not. I'm really not. I'm gonna go. I'll go garden, and I don't even garden, Jim Derry. Feed okay? the pigeons. Uh, I, I just. I'm not picking the cowboys. So there, there you go. So uh, uh, they're going to be one and done. One and so, done. Bye bye, cowgirls. This isn't about color scheme. It's not about who, what team's better. You just can't hatred. let yourself pick the cowgirls. It's pure hatred now at this point. I, I All right. Well, I'm going to pick who I think is going to win the game. Um, and that's I think dumb. the team that's going to win the game is going to win, but by more than three points. And that, unfortunately for you, my friend, I can't believe you're even can root for San Francisco either. They've broken our hearts many times. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Dallas. I think that everybody and their grandma. I said it already earlier in, in the show. Everybody and their grandma's on San Francisco, and I was too. And still, until I started hearing all the talking heads, and I'm like, you know what? Vegas doesn't lose a lot, and everybody's betting on San Francisco. This is the team. This is the team that uh, you know you pick those those underdog teams. This is the underdog that's going to win this week. Uh, no, they're not. God, whatever. Yeah, but no, still. Anyway, yeah. you just can't pick. No, I, 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 right. I, I, but yeah, if if I were, you know, uh, impartial, which clearly I'm not. Yeah, I, I would think I would think the Cowboys would probably win this game, but I refuse to. You pick still can't. So. All right. Well, I, I think Dak Prescott's going to have a great day. He's got something to prove for sure. And you know what? So does Zeke Elliott and Trayvon Diggs is going to pick off Jimmy G at least once. Well, that's the thing. Dallas has all this talent, but yet they're still mediocre. I mean, you know, come on. Well, uh, there's I mean, some, Parsons there's, there's... missed some time. He's a he's a great and player. He, he's awesome. Oh my God, is he great? Huh? I wish the Saints could have found a way to get that dude. Uh, anyway, I, I like Dallas here, and I think Dallas wins. I mean, I think handily. they're gonna have a point to prove. Well, handily, I say by touchdown or so. So I, I like the Cowboys here. All right. Speaking of who should win handily, the Sunday night game of the week. I don't know why they picked the absolute stinker of all stinkers to put on Sunday night. I don't know if NBC drew the short straw and said, this is the <laughs> game you're getting. Because to me, I think Cincinnati Vegas would have been much better in this spot. Yes. Be way more fun. I know they had Vegas last week. So what? Kansas City is hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is only the sixth time, the sixth time since 2003. 
So you're talking about 19 years, only the sixth time that a team is laying double digits in this round. And the Kansas City Chiefs are laying 12 and a half. I think it's the highest spread Ooh. in recent playoff memory. So I, I don't know if it's this century or if the last 20 years or whatever it is. 12 and a half, laying 12 and a half to the Steelers. All right. You're, you're looking at two amazing coaches, Tomlin and Reed, going head to head. I mean, I, 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 this, it, look, it, it might look like a stinker, but I mean, on paper, I mean, this, these teams really are just, you know, not evenly matched, but, but they know each other. I mean, these teams know each other inside and out. Uh, this is going to be a tough one. I think Pittsburgh will make it interesting, but I think the, the Chiefs are going to win, but by 12 points, will they win? I'm going to say no. So I'm going to take the Steelers getting 12. All right. Well, we're on the same train again. Um, Damn it. Get off my train, Jim Derry. This is the only, I'm going to give you a spoiler alert. It's the only underdog I have on the whole card, um, which is usually not good because wild card weekend, usually you get a few underdogs in there. But, you know, as great as this season's been, I kind of have a feeling this weekend's going to be a flop. Um, I don't think, I, there's a few games in here that aren't going to th- be that great. And this one's going to be kind of boring to watch, I think, for a lot of the time. Um, but I can't lay almost two touchdowns. I mean, Look, well, I don't even understand the, the Monday night game. I mean, that, that I mean, God, that's going to be a, a turd fest too. But sorry, uh, it could be. I mean, we'll get there in just a minute. But uh, I like Pittsburgh too, and I think that they, I think they keep it close for a little while. And I th- also think that Kansas City is going to spend a lot of time doing something they're not used to doing, and that's running the football because the Steelers are pretty good against the pass. They're not very good against the run. Clyde Edwards-Helaire is coming back. Uh, they got a pretty decent tandem back there with. Former LSU, another former LSU running back, Darrell Williams, who uh, mm-hmm. went to Eric as well. Um, I think it was a 2,000-yard man at Eric, his final season there, uh, way back when, when I was covering him. <laughs> <Covering. laughs> um, and uh, this kid, Gore, is pretty good, too. So I think they're going to run the ball a lot more. I wouldn't be surprised. And the Steelers aren't going to quit. So even if it's no, 20, right. even if it's 28 to 14 coming down the stretch, they're still going to try to score a touchdown. And, uh, no, and 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 it, Big Ben, it's his last year. I mean, does he kind of do like the yeah, like the whole Jerome Bettis going out on a high note sort of thing? Uh, you know, I, mean, I would be shocked. Think of, uh, yeah, I would be shocked if uh, if if this is not the Big Ben's last game. But at that being said, if you like Kansas City, I would say to tease them with somebody, maybe Tampa Bay, um, and get six points out of the deal, and that way you only have to give up six and a half. But yeah, I'm with you. I like Pittsburgh. All right. Final game of the weekend is not on the weekend. The first ever Monday night football game in the playoffs. Playoffs. And it is it is your favorite team in the NFL, the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, no way. No Are hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Another divisional matchup. They played each other twice this year. They split. Um, The Rams are given four to the Arizona Cardinals. Rams are giving for to Arizona. Uh, you know what? Then yeah, I, I'm I'm taking Arizona. Uh, look, I, actually, I mean, the the Cardinals. You know, they they went through a really bad stretch. You know, people wonder if they even make the playoffs because they were stinking so bad. Uh, you know, they kind of pulled their chestnuts out of the fire. Uh, I, I'm I'm actually kind right, of excited. I'm, I'm kind of excited about uh, seeing how far the the cards go because, like basically, the Cards and the Bengals are going to be my teams this this uh, uh, this playoff season so uh look um yeah i the, the rams god man you know look i the the good old days when san francisco used to 
clean our clocks. Those are gone. I still do hate the Rams. The 49ers have kind of forgiven. Uh, the Rams, I will never forgive. And then, you know, you know just how, how? How do you blow that game? I mean, how do you blow that game? But they did it. And uh, I, I think it's it's the Stafford curse, man. Took him out of Detroit. Can't take Detroit out of him. So he's going to probably go in there and choke as he always does. And uh, they're going to probably lay an egg. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, they, they, Bought their roster with, with with bringing in all these talents to make the Super Bowl push, and has it paid off, Jim? Sure as hell doesn't look like it to me. But I digress. I'm picking the Big Red Sea, man. Go Cards. I, I tried to pull my chestnuts out of the fire, but it, I couldn't find them. I think my wife stole them. Oh yeah, you know, your wife has them in her purse. She was telling me about it. She's like, "Yep, yeah. I got you, I got Darius t- chestnuts right here in the purse." Yeah, I've been trying to. I've been begging for my chestnuts back for 16 years now. Nope, can't have them. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're opposite on this one. I got the Rams, and uh, I, I just think that uh, Matthew I, Stafford's I got something. Uh, I mean, I'm just going with what <laughs> you know. You know, I'm, I'm not one of these, you know, I picked against the Saints plenty of times. Uh, this is a betting podcast, you know. It so, is. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to give the listeners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, and uh, I just I think the Rams are going to be able to throw the ball a little bit. Uh, they... They beat the Cardinals fairly handily last time they played. The Cardinals have lost, I think, four of their last five games. Um, people seem yeah. to forget that. Yeah. So this is a spread I kind of don't get. I thought this should be more like along the lines of six. Um, so if you're going to give me two points when I think it should be wait, higher. Wait, are they playing in Arizona or, no, it's or in, Los Angeles? It's in SoFi. It's in the Dome. It's in the uh, L.A. Okay. Dome. The, uh, oh my God! Oh, you you mean the Forty uh, Niners home field? Yeah, yeah, is that is that where it is? Multi-billion-dollar facility. Such uh, an embarrassment! You got a home game of the playoffs on the line, and you and you're you're basically go, red and golded out in the entire dome. That's that's embarrassing. Rams LA just, for you. Just embarrassing. LA just God. doesn't give a hoot. But uh, they'll yeah. have fun next week uh, going to Green Bay. We'll worry about them then. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I got the Rams. All right. Um, Interesting weekend. Uh, it's going to be the first weekend without Saints football since before Hurricane Ida. I know, man. Well, but you know what? Uh, hey, I got another joke for you, Jim. Uh, why are Cowboy fans easy to date? Oh, boy. They love losers, and they don't expect a ring. <laughs> okay. All right. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Hate the Cowboys. All I right, see uh, that. I was afraid of. I was really afraid of where we were going there on this family-friendly show. Yeah, you know, I go from yeah. Dale Brown on Wednesday to Uncle Big Nick and D Squared on Friday. I mean, Man, that's this, this podcast couldn't ride a bigger roller coaster. No, no wonder your your your, your bosses want to know uh, why the hell I hate cars. He's going. He's probably wondering why the hell you have me on the show. He's like, what the hell. <laughs> I'm just waiting for next year. I'm almost rooting for Derek Carr to be a saint. Just the, that first Dude, show. Oh, my God. Shut up. That shut first up. show of the season when Derek Carr is lighting him up. And uh, God, I hate you, man. I may have to find hot garbage. Maybe Oscar the Grouch sings a song. He'd come out of his trash can and <laughs> sing a song for you. Tell the fine folks who are still somehow the four people who are still listening to this podcast what's going on in the Week in Geek. All right, so this Sunday I have a guest, Jeff Heimbuck. Uh, he, he's probably not a name that, that jumps out. Yeah, exactly. That's most people's response. Jeff Heimbuck. Uh, well, he's he didn't an get author, teased as a kid. 
It's yeah, right. Uh, he's uh, he's got these cool podcasts that he does for actually iHeartRadio. These like serialized kind of like you know uh, movies or but you know they're they're audio teledramas, teleplays, whatever hell you want to call them. Uh, but he's done a lot of work in the industry, and it's just cool. It's a big sci-fi you know podcast so it's just you know something fun to listen to so i brought him on and we talked about horror movies because he does ho- horror uh, columns and all these things so it's a fun little interview so that's this sunday at 7 p.m on news talk 99.5 wrno you can always follow us on twitter i'm at twig radio and i'm producer d2 Instagram's The Weekend Geek, and then like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash The Weekend Geek. And, uh, of course, you can find us where podcasts are freely given away because I would feel awful if I tried to charge you for this show. And uh, the iHeartRadio app, click subscribe. There you go. iHeartRadio. Boom, 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 boom. I used to have to listen to that every week waiting for you to bring me on the show. Yeah, look, it's not my fault that iHeart wants to put those commercials in every single commercial break. They just want you to remember, download that free iHeartRadio app. Well, there you go. You just gave them some more pub for now there's three people <laughs> listening. Well, um, they are my employer. You know, that they, they do sign my checks. Exactly. Well, I hear you. I mean, I'm all about it. If you can if you can give them a plug, I'm not saying anything bad about iHeartRadio in here. They, they, for some unknown reason, they didn't call you for two years or whatever it was that I was on the show on Fridays and tell you, get that idiot off the air. I mean, <laughs> so the fact that they let me come on for that long and actually sub in and do your show here and there, it, oh, it, it amazes like, me I, still. Man, I, I miss it, though. But that, I, I, I give I heart credit and, and our, our bosses, too, where it's just like with sports talk, it's not supposed to be just all X's and O's. It's supposed to be fun and entertaining. It's the sport, you know? It's, it's you know, and then when people get hit, like, I'm really mad at you because the Cowboys, you know, I, I, I really, you know, it, it is what it is. But they let you do these things. That's why I love talk radio. That's why podcasts do so well, because it's more real than just like, hey, guys, uh, we got that new hit from Christina Aguilera. Woo, woo. You know, come on, shut up. Get out of here. What is Christina Aguilera's new head? Uh, who cares? Uh, I don't know. She was in the Super Bowl a couple years ago, right? What was, it? was she? I don't yeah, even know who's doing the Super Bowl this year. It was Shakira. No, it was Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. All right, I like Shakira. I yeah. But you're right. Yeah, who, who is doing the Super Bowl this year? I don't know. That is a, you know what? That is a fine Someone question. I'm sure who will be scantily Stay clothed. tuned, listeners, to the Datitude Podcast. Make sure that- you click subscribe. We don't have anything else to talk about. We'll talk about that next week on Datitude. All right, Conductor Dave. Thank you, sir. We will uh, talk to you. We've still got a few more weeks left of picks, and uh, may we both be a little better than mediocre this week. And a 48 and 48. Look out, world. We're burning it up. Chat at you next week. All right. All right, bro. Later. Always fun. Always fun. Even with the Saints out, we're still having fun. Speaking of fun, you know, you know what the one thing we have that other people don't? When the Saints are out of it and they're done, we always look, we, we have Mardi Gras. It's carnival time, my friends. You had king cake yet? Oh, yeah. Even though I can't taste it, by God, I'm eating my king cake. Gotta have it. So we're going to leave you today with... A little uplifting carnival music, right? That's how we're going to leave today. 
that is going to do it for episode number 46. So we're going to have, uh, again, two shows next week. I'm not sure who my guest is on Tuesday. Working on uh, someone I think will be perfect for the show on Tuesday because we're going to talk a lot about the NFL playoffs and the weekend that was. And then next Friday, we'll do it all over again with the uh, Five Star Friday. Don't forget to watch our multitude of shows on bet.nola.com, including odds and ends on Mondays and at the book on Thursdays. We're still making our picks. Uh, I was at Harris yesterday. Enjoyed being over there and being part of that show. Um, still having fun with it. You can reach me at jderry at theadvocate.com. Or on Twitter at Jim Derry Jr. Don't forget to search for Datitude on your favorite podcast platform and you'll be notified whenever a new show is out. Again, episode 46 in the books. I want to thank D Squared. I want to thank Uncle Big Nick, even if he is a 49ers fan. But you know what? Maybe he'll be looking forward to Carnival Time next week. That is going to do it. Stay warm, boys and girls. It is supposed to get super cold on Sunday. You know, maybe not the seven degrees in Buffalo, but I saw the first number I saw in the low temperature for us here on the North Shore on Sunday night was started with a two. That's cold. Stay warm. Hug the ones you love. Wave to the ones you don't. We will see you on Tuesday. Peace and love, my friends. I'm sure you'll see the Zulu Queen.